The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for fans by fans right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts alongside with me. Uh, no film room today, probably for the next couple of weeks, but uh, we're going to get things rock and roll and free agency and trades that uh, that all opens up over the next couple of weeks. But uh, joining me is Mr. Brian Finch. Brian, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm excellent, Matt. How are you? Good to see you again. Yeah, it is good to see you. I'm back. I'm back home. Hey, you're back home. It's not bad. It's got to be quite the shock. Well, it's a little different, uh, a little behind the scenes, I guess. So you, you, you drove back from Baltimore. That's where all vacations stemmed from, right? You had to get to Baltimore. That's where we got picked up. Yep. Okay. Baltimore's chilly. Too. It was chilly as well, okay. but not not as bad as it is up here. Well, I know you've gone to warm places on a plane before, and then flown back to Buffalo, obviously. So yes, that shock when you go someplace warm, let's say Disney World, <laughs> and you spend all this time out in t-shirts and shorts and flip flops, and then you come back and it's cold weather season in Buffalo. That shock when you finally get out of the airport is brutal. It's tough. You it's you tough. for a few days forget how you survived. What was it? So the way basically the way that our our cruise route went. So the first you know Sunday, Monday, Tuesday we're all at sea. So heading down towards Florida, towards the Bahamas. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday were were stops, and then Friday night, set all Saturday and sun and the early part of Saturday we're coming back home. So. Early, early Saturday, we were sitting like probably Friday night, Friday night, early Saturday, we were sitting around, it was like 70, 80 degree weather on the ship. That afternoon, down to, down to the fifties, mm-hmm. I actually down to the forties actually, but I, it was like, it was comfy for me, but like just, just gradually, like it's, it was crazy. I've never like been you know, it, it's, it's different, you know, when you're, the temperatures is gradually getting worse while you're on, like a, we're on a boat, like just traveling to different temperature regions. It, I never experienced anything like that before. Right. So yeah, I went from shorts in a tank to uh sweatpants and a hoodie real quick, all within 24 hours. I guess it was just like being here in Western New York. So no different than that. Okay. No different than well, that. Uh, I think it looks like you got a good tan. I can't, like I said already, I can't, I can't really tell. But I got sunburned the first day I actually sat out. That makes sense. It's the first day I sat out. I got a sunburn, so that was yeah. cool. Do yeah. you have fair skin? Do you burn easily? Do you know? Yeah. Oh, I burn. I was out there for thirty minutes, <laughs> and I looked like a lobster by the time I walked in, and I put sunscreen on. So, oh boy, yeah, good times. Um, 
Yeah. Anyways, that's vacation talk. That's vacation talk, but I am back. <laughs> Free agency is like the most exciting time, usually the most exciting time period, right? It's and this is why I think part of the reason why you and I and, and so many others on the show love the NFL as much as we do is because man, it just it never ends, right? We get like little incremental breaks here and there, but the storylines, all the movement, everything with the NFL, it just changes. It's it, there's always something like every quarter of the year, there's something dominating it, right? We're going into free agency and trading, and then we'll get a couple, we'll get some time off from that, and boom, it's draft season. But um, I got to tell you, I'm not super excited for free agency this year. Uh, and the, the new league year is quite as much as I was the last two years. Last two years were insane. And I don't know if it's because I am who I am and I'm a, a big offensive guy, like quarterback, you know, type thing. But, you know, it's not good. It's not good. The quarterback market is not good right now. <laughs> no. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about that amongst various other things. But just like as far as big names go, it's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of depth going around. There's a couple big name guys that, that are, you know, f- expected free agents. Your uh, Devontae Adams, uh, you know, among several others, we're going to go through the list of some of the, you know, just some of the top names and where we could see them possibly ending up. But, um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think we peaked last year as far as free agency excitement and the shuffling of, of players and personnel. I do. I do. It's the consensus, I think, of people that write about the NFL that this is a poor year to invest um, in your team through free agency. It's a yeah. it's a rough year for that. So you're absolutely right in that. But I I am encouraged at this. After watching the Rams go out and win the Super Bowl by going out and trading for older, established veterans in the league. While the free agency may be poor as far as actual signings from the free agency pool, I think the trade market may be a little more active than we've seen in previous years past. That's obviously harder to predict, um, but we've already heard some names, some rumblings. We've heard, obviously, Aaron Rodgers going to San Francisco. We've heard about Russell Wilson maybe going to the Giants or something like that. Which, if that happens, then Brian Dable, you big balling mother effort. <laughs> your first year to go in, and if you're able to pull something like that off, I, I, I would commend It would be you. crazy because I think I just seen something today about uh, them not accepting or not taking uh, the fifth year option on Daniel Jones. Big shock there. But that yep. would be uh, that would be quite the move if, if they can make that happen. So. Yeah, that's that's how that's my early takeaway right now, and what I am leaning towards in the next few weeks here as uh, the new league year kicks off. March nineteenth uh, is it nineteenth or sixteenth? Sixteenth, sixteenth, maybe. Yeah, I'm not entirely certain, but it's it's been yeah, like it, it's been talked about pretty well that the the league is um um. With the, the restructuring of some contracts and stuff like that, I think the league has figured out on a whole how to retain guys better. I think that's the biggest problem right now for agency. I can I can definitely agree with that. It's, yeah, retaining people is is quite difficult. You know, restructuring. We've seen uh, it blew up on our Facebook page, but you know, Matt Ryan 
from years and years of restructuring is he's due about 48. He's, I, I'm not sure if he's getting it or like this year, he's just the, the cap hit but like 48 mil against yeah. the cap that, you know, this year, but restructuring has been just this, this huge concept and good GMs have to be able to do it. The Rams have changed the game. That's, that's what it, it's, it's what it is, you know, for as exciting as it is to see the Rams win the Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford and OBJ and, and, and Aaron Donald and, and all these guys who won a Super Bowl ring. They, you know, the biggest takeaway from this is that they changed how free agency and stuff is viewed. Yeah. All right. They, it, it almost, de- I'm not going to say it, it devalues the draft a little bit, but in a weird cyclical, how do we say it? How do I pronounce, make this, how do I sound this? In a cynical way, it almost does. They haven't had a first-round pick in God knows how long, probably since 2015, wherever they drafted Goff. Uh, they had, yeah, they had to use extra picks to get Goff. Actually, extra picks to get Goff. They've used extra picks to get Stafford. Yep. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yep. It's They've legitimately changed the game and, and, and how this can be approached. And it leads to... Some unpredictability. Back to what you were saying, it it does lead to a lot of unpredictability, and that's probably the biggest takeaway. Uh, I, ex- if anything, I expect more GMs to be wheeling and, and dealing for those big splash moves now more than ever. Mm-hmm. You expect, and listen, there's been a lot of big name guys talked about in that trade market. We, you talked Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers has been an apparent one. Um, there's talk about maybe even Kyler Murray with everything that he has going on with the Arizona Cardinals right now to Sean Watson, possibly there's so much. I mean, that's just the quarterback market. Uh, Saquon Barkley is, is somebody who I believe is rumored, uh, you know, has been rumored to be on the trade block. I, I think maybe, you know, from my perspective, that'd be a good thing, but uh, for the giants, but there's a lot of possible moving pieces going on and potential. It's a lot of talk right now. It's a lot of hair saying still, until those the, those dominoes start falling, it doesn't really matter. But um, but it, it 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 could get good. It's either going to be really really good or really really boring, basically. Um, as far as you know, this free agency period goes, it's going to be really exciting or really really boring for for all of us. Well, almost inevitably, every year it's like this, though, that the lead up to it is a lot of hype, a lot of talk, a lot of this, a lot of that. Everyone's excited. Everyone thinks that any player can be moved to any team at any given time. And that's just not the case. That is, right. that is that is not the reality of what we see go down. So, and have fun with it. Like, legitimately, as NFL fan, uh, fans and your fan base, like, get excited about Russell Wilson maybe coming to save your Giants or – Dude, if if Rodgers ends up in San Francisco, I know you're not supposed to do this, but they're in a mini dynasty for probably the next three years in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, I dare so, say so. There's the Jimmy G, the whole San Francisco QB thing is very interesting because I feel like that they're in a spot much like Indy where if they're moving on from Jimmy G, it's only going to be an upgrade. Right, they have a lot of very good, talented guys who just barely missed going to the Super Bowl again for the second time in three years. All right, mm-hmm. everybody healthy. 
And this is a point that I've seen brought up a couple times. Why, if you're San Francisco, why would you just move off of Jimmy G in a, when you're in a Super Bowl bubble just to go to Trey Lance, who has not really shown a whole lot yet? We don't know, right? He, he doesn't have that Patrick Mahomes-esque pedigree that, you know, I mean, he took us by surprise too, but it would be a, it would be a step back. There's not, the Trey Lance is a, is a raw project. So the, the idea of an Aaron Rodgers going to San Francisco is, is massive. And man, that would make the, the, the NFC West a lot more, a, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, especially if Russ stays in Seattle, which I don't know if that's happening either. Yeah. Rogers is under contract though, right? I have, cause I, he have... Is, it has to be a trade. It, it has to be a trade and, uh, and to seek, you know, he's basically, okay. So a lot of it, it's so easy to slander Aaron Rodgers. It's way too easy to slander Aaron Rodgers these days. People just make up shit just for credibility, <clears throat> Greg Jennings. But, um, <laughs> but you know, there was rumors that he was, he wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL at 50 mil a year. He declined. He said that was not even, that's not even true at all. But, um, but for Green Bay, it, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's tough. It, what do you do? You have to reset at some point. You have to reset at some point uh, for them. You can't keep going on. You know, the, the, it's clear that the Rodgers window has, you know, closed. It, yeah. it's, it's probably, it's unfortunately true. Right. All those NFC championship game appearances, they were the number one seed again this year. They couldn't get past San Francisco. Um, right. They did lose to San Fran, right? Yeah, they did. It was yeah. San Fran. So yeah. it, it's, you know, the Rogers is going to one that a lot of people have their eyes on. I, I think the rumor what they have been clearing a lot of cap space lately. I, it, it does seem likely that Rogers is going to stay and maybe get an extension, but I just like you and I, we do these, you know, the losers club things all the time where we look at, teams who you know didn't make the playoffs and what they need to do to kind of get better and i legitimately don't know what the green bay packers have to do to kind of get there you know it it, it doesn't make any sense yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense it's like the old kevin hart joke right you go to the gym you're all jacked and stuff you won you won there's no point in you coming back you won i feel like that's like where the green bay packers are like they, there's not a whole lot of areas they can get much better in but they just can't get past themselves. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. Very true. The only thing that I can think that they'll try and fix and try and promise to Aaron Rodgers is we will invest in our offensive line more than we have. Yeah. They've had good pieces. They can't stay healthy, you know, between Bakhtiari and then um, it was the, the guard went down this year, but either way, you know, it, I think he just, he, I think he thinks it's time to just move on for a better situation. I can sympathize, you know, obviously I'm not a professional football player, but I'm going through a transition in my own. Yes. You know what I mean? So I understand like you get to a point where it just, it just, you're just burnt out on everything. You're burnt out and seeing the same faces. You're burnt out and seeing, hearing the same things probably from management, you know, over and over, which is, no, no, no. This year we'll do this better and this better. And you know what? It It's okay to walk away and say we had a good run. It, I don't know if Green Bay Packer fans feel that way. I hope they do. 
just like they did with Favre. It seemed like originally when Favre was first leaving the team and moving on and they have Rodgers, it seemed right. You drafted Jordan Love. It's the exact same kind of thing. You drafted Jordan Love. You should have been grooming him. You should be almost ready to hand it off to him. He played okay when Rodgers was down this year. Yeah. Okay. I I wouldn't be excited if I was them. So I think that might be the thing though, right now for Packers fans is that they're not super confident in their successor. Right. I think people, there was a lot of excitement when, when Favre went away. Cause it's like, Oh man, this Rodgers kid is, he's pretty good. He's not bad. Right. Where Jordan love. There's so many question marks. We, we really don't know who Jordan love is. I guess there's rumors that, you know, he's maybe one of the best available trait, you know, he, he might be better than a lot of the free agent quarterbacks this year, which I, then a lot of them probably that could be true. I, again, we're not certain. Nobody, uh, the only game film that we have of him is some preseason stuff. And then that game against KC last year, which was uh, not very good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? So, so to take a chance on a Jordan love right now that like for a lot of teams it, it, for green Bay, even it's, it doesn't instill a whole lot of confidence, no, especially no. with some, with some of the other pieces that they have Yeah, right now. I mean, the only way that maybe you, you feel better about pulling off the trade is if you're able to retain Jordan Love, but then you bring, I understand going from Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Garoppolo would not be <laughs> ideal, but at the same time, you're going to have to try, if, if you're Green Bay and you really think that he's unhappy and this relationship is no longer going to work, then you just need to face the facts and then own up to it. And part of that is going to be that you're going to be on the wrong side of the deal. Just like we saw with Matthew Stafford, with obviously the first round picks helped Detroit a lot, and we'll see what comes from that. Yeah. But in the in in the short term, they got Jared Goff, and me and you talked about this. While Jared Goff wasn't great, he definitely wasn't the worst player on that team. You know, I, love, I enjoyed watching Jared Goff play last year. Stretch, right, it wouldn't be pulled it together. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be. You know what I mean? For them to, to go get a Jimmy G who's safe, better than Goff, you would think. Uh, I, or the same. Yeah, I feel like Goff's a little bit more aggressive, which is a good thing. But, but yeah, you're right. As far as safety goes, Jimmy G's a little bit. The only games I've really seen him blow are maybe the soup. I can't even really say the Super Bowl. I can't even really say this that Super Bowl, but that NFC Championship game was pretty bad. Yeah the the way the relationship ended was was bad. Yeah, he went out on a. I mean, it, it would be very similar to how if Jimmy G is traded, just like Goff was. Uh, it, it'll be the same situation. It'll be, you know, the, the, literally the worst memory you could think of for his last start and, you know, letting your team down a lot of ways. Cause Jimmy G did. I mean, I hope we're not skating around the fact of just by trying to acknowledge that he's around average as a starting quarterback. Um, he did not play well in that NFC championship game at all. No. He, he was a detriment to that team, and you could see why San Francisco would swing big here, even having Trey Lance as a successor, even on under, understanding that Jimmy G wasn't the guy, and they found their guy maybe in Lance. Uh, you could see them still doubling down and saying, no, 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 no. We, we need a Rodgers to capitalize on what we have going on right now with Shanahan and you know all their coaching staffs getting picked apart. So you could see how they're like, 
okay, we need, we might need a swing. We might, we might need to take that chance. Yeah. The, it, it's really tough what they got right now. Cause I think Jimmy G is, um, I think he's still got another year or two on his contract. Sanford's not really doing great. And I know the salary cap thing is, uh, is, you know, sometimes can be debunked as a bit of a myth, but San Fran's not doing too hot in the salary cap category. Yeah. They're just shy of 3 million available. All right. And they have extensions coming for, um, did they extend the, the other Bosa yet? Nick Bosa. I don't remember if they did or not. Uh, he is playing under his rookie contracts. I was going to say, he's pretty new. I think 2019. 2018 2019 I was, I so he might he be was, due for one soon right you all you could at least skate with slapping the fifth year option on him and right. buying yourself one more year of contract so the way it well works this is the is, fifth year isn't it well they would have had to have declared last year which oh, I, yeah, which I they think they would did have. yeah yeah so so if this is the fifth, fifth year option this is the last year where they can retain him without having to um, negotiate at free market price in a way, you know what I mean? Like if he was, if he was an actual free agent, he would be by far, he would, we would have already mentioned him so many times already this episode. Oh, I know if he was a free agent. Um, but he, yeah, he playing under the fifth year option. It's a manageable cap number. And now you need to work on how do you extend it in a way that you, you can't let it get out of control at any point. Right. That's the one thing I've noticed about these pass rushers is that there's a break in their contract where it becomes dumb. Uh, Von Miller. Uh, <laughs> or not Von, sorry, not Von Miller. Khalil Mack. Oh, yeah. Khalil Mack's contract it, this year, starting this year, is out of control. And, they and have he's to not do- even, his pr- productivity is not even reflecting it. No, he, he wasn't even a top five pass rusher this year. So. No. It's a it's a it's an interesting market for them. That is bringing up Bosa is one of the first names, and they like, uh oh, what are you going to do about this cap situation? It's not going to get better. How about this? It'll get it'll be fine the first couple of years, but I would imagine you save by that third year or that fourth year, he's probably getting paid top money, top defensive money, which he deserves. I mean, he yeah, certainly probably. deserves it. You're you're probably right. If you can only stretch it out for so long. Always stretched yeah. out for so long. Three million though. That's not a lot to work with. No, that's it's, rough. It's it's not. And they I mean, there's some improvement. I mean, they got a pretty good team. I just yeah. I, I don't know what to do with Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. You know? Uh, like what what you're almost stuck you're almost stuck with him. You're almost stuck with him. Based on everything that can, you know, that 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 potentially, you know, could have He's, I feel like you got You almost got to write it out with him. Yeah, I feel like you do. Just their situation right now. And he he did. He did do enough to get him to a Super Bowl at one point, and he got him close this year. I just, uh, it's man, it's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's scary. But San Francisco is in a win now situation. They're very much like the Rams. Um. They're very much like some of these, you know, a lot of teams that, you know, are, they're a lot closer than I think people realize San Francisco is. They, they, they surprised me this year. We, we were down on them this year. I was definitely down on them. I didn't believe the hype. Um, and they finished a lot closer than I thought they should, they, they, they would have. So I got to give a lot of kudos to them, but 
I had him finishing third. Yeah. I, maybe I had him finishing fourth. Um, I don't know how I had Seattle win on that. Oh, boy, was I wrong. We were all wrong. <laughs> but I, I do. I, I feel like the way that the West is shaping up, like, yeah, McVay is coming back, but I, I don't, you know, we don't know what the Rams are going to look like. San Fran might be the best team of the, out of the West that next year. And they would, you know, it, Stafford it would could be the longest tenured quarterback. Um, there's already an established rapport. If I feel like you have to try at least one more year with Jimmy G. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, for cap's sake, at least. For cap for cap's sake and just 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 continuity, man. Like I uh, yeah, there's a lot of just continuity's sake. There's so many teams who just don't have the continuity. There's no chemistry. You gotta reset. You, if you trade, you gotta bring a you know a, a trade, you gotta either bring Trey Lance up to speed really quickly or you have to bring an uh, you know, teach an old dog new tricks, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta get your t- that guy up to speed as far as what you're teaching the playbook and this and that, we all know that that's that transition never ever really is, is like that very rarely Stafford, you know, the Stafford Rams deal is one of the rare, you know, how that happened is, is very rare in its regard, but. um, Well, rarely, rarely do you, I don't even know if it's rarely, but what I think that their advantage is always going to be is that it's Shanahan at the helm and his offense and how proven it is. And the fact that he's already shown what he can get out of below average quarterbacking. So. And whenever running back play too, which is an interesting one. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So almost regardless of what happens as far as trading away Jimmy G or not, or bringing in an Aaron Rodgers or not, he's already proven that he's ahead of the curve in, uh, you know, the grading scale of head coaches and the fact that offensive changes, losing your OC, not, it can be mitigated. It's not as big of a deal to him as it is to, let's say, Sean McDermott. Let's say they weren't able to hold on to Dennison to be the now de facto OC after Dable leaves. Let's right. let's say it all starts just p- people getting plucked away. That's a lot harder to replace than if your OC, your head coach is your also OC. Yeah, it it most certainly does. So yeah, I I, I don't know what what San, what what they do from here. I, I really don't. It's it's they have the coaching staff. Um, it's yeah. If they wanted to move on from Jimmy G, they should. They last year should have been the day, the year. Last year was the year to do it. Was there talks? Was there hype? There was talks like about that because the injury stuff. There, it was definitely. I think his dead cap thing might have restrained it, but there was talks about Jimmy G being moved right after the draft, after they took Trey Lance, right, and just just starting fresh with him. You know what I mean? Getting some draft capital. Uh, that was very early on. Very early on. And then Jimmy G, you know, having a, a pretty interesting year. So I just, I think San Francisco's kind of stuck where it is. I think the only quarterback pieces that could potentially move, I think Rodgers does stay in Green Bay. He shouldn't, but I think he does. Are Russ and I don't even know about Wentz anymore. But there's a lot of the 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 Seahawks rust situation. I think is 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 that's got to be over at this point, right? Um, 
It's got to be. Uh, there's signs leading to it. I know all these players, they delete the team references and stuff until they get a new contract and this and that. But I just, I don't see how that relationship can continue. I, I don't, they need a restart as well. All right. Russ has been hogging up a lot of salary cap space over the years. His structuring hasn't been all that great. He might be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League. But um, mm. oh, actually, Seattle's in a good spot right now. Forgive me. They're in a pretty good spot right now. Yeah, if they move on from him, uh, I didn't know this until you just said so, but uh, if they move on from him, I didn't think that one of the factors would be money. And the same time, if I was a Seahawk fan, we've already, me and you have talked about this. I don't know about on, on air, uh, so to speak. But the fact that it's, I think it's time to move on from Pete Carroll. And if you're going to oh, move God, on yeah. from Russ, then move on, move on from Carroll too. A, a complete clean slate. In I fact, agree. why didn't you move on from your GM? He's, he's clearly shown that whatever we thought he was has fallen off, fallen off big time. His shine is, is gone as far as, being one of the best GMs in the league. That's what the talk was when they were creating the Legion of Boom. You know, like, look at where this guy gets all this talent from. He's taking guys in the sixth round. They're starting for him and all this and that. And it's like, how many years have they gone overdrafting running backs? Um, the, the, they made a great pick in DK Metcalf. I'll give him that. Yeah. But he kind of fell on their laps. <laughs> he really did. They, they did get fortune with that. Offensively, yeah. yeah, there's just... There's a lot of there's a lot of holes and, yeah. and there's just so many holes where this team is and to have the, as much as they do invest in the quarterback and he's like a six I think he's like makes up for like sixteen I think I read six almost seventeen percent of their cap hit this year um twenty six mil in dead cap which is always fun but man to see how far that team has fallen it's yeah. it's crazy especially with the big name players that they had that Legion of boom defense that was so prolific, you know, just, I mean, Jesus, a little over five years ago that, right. This is what we're, this is how fast time, time moves by how great that team was. And then just, you know, the the running back issues, offensive line issues, this team has progressively gotten worse uh, ever since the, the, and I'm not blaming Russ, you know, and it's for, this this kind of stuff happens for a lot of teams, but you know, once the the money and the extensions and the new big contracts, you know, continue to come out, sort of the problems for a lot of these teams. We're seeing, you know, right now again, you know, these right rookie deals. That's when Seattle was at their best was in when Russell was on a rookie contract, uh, and you could pay all the the big supporting cast to make things work, and everything else after that is just you know luxury. Uh, Stafford fetched a heavy price tag in Detroit. Not that Detroit was going anywhere, but he fetched up a, a pretty considerable amount of cap space in Detroit. Andrew Luck was uh, before he, right before he retired and it, it didn't moves could have been made, but the salary cap was kind of in hell uh, for a long time. Um, we talked about Matt Ryan soaking up. It's, it's just better to just start fresh. It, it, it really, it really truly is. There's nothing wrong with it. It stinks when, when things happen. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people didn't expect Tom Brady to never, you know, to, to, to just play for another team after his run with, with the Patriots. But sometimes the, the bandage just has to be ripped off and you gotta go, you gotta do it. Yeah. Right. And, and the Patriots are in a pretty good spot. 
You know, I, I know it was it was Tom Brady's choice, but the Patriots are in a pretty good spot. This stuff happens all the time. Chargers quietly just letting go of Phillip Rivers and they go and draft Justin Herbert. And like this, the transition seamless. Sometimes it just has to happen. It's just it's unfortunate the quarterback market is what it is right now, but I, I think for Seattle's future, you, you just have to let it go. It'll be weird, but necessary. And it's the quickest way to the bottom. Get get rid of your quarterback, you know, a guy that, that buoys you, right? Gives you some buoyancy, keeps yeah. you from from sinking down the depth chart or the standings. Getting rid of Russell Wilson will allow you to get some losses and start picking higher in the draft. And that's the way to get a quarterback. That's the only way it works, guys. It yeah. sucks. But, I mean, unless you're willing to trade two first-round picks for a aged uh, quarterback like Matthew Stafford, which was a huge gamble at the time. Right. And I was, they very like, easily could have not had this storybook ending. That's true. It's it's very true. And who else? I mean, who knows who else is up for trade at this point, too? If, you know, we could over the next week or, you know, after hitting finishing recording this episode, we could hear that somebody's offering big, you know, big trade capital and this and that for for so and so. And they're they're, you know, they're taking offers about it. Taste of hell. Taste. Yeah. <laughs> who really knows? You know, we, we don't know what's going to be made available. Um, you know, there's been surprise movements all the time and somebody, you know, a, a team who may like be happy with their quarterback situation may hear an offer and it's like, eh, you know what, let's take them up on it. Let's see what, let's see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird to think about because a, like, I think more than a quarter of the NFL teams are, are like, there's a young guy movement, but, uh, as far as, you know, all that goes, but. You know, there's there's guys who can find themselves on the trade block, like your Derek Carrs. Uh, some of those guys have just been kind of just there for a little while and aren't really doing a whole lot. It's it's yeah. you know, who knows? It, it, an offer comes around and you know maybe maybe a Tannehill finds himself gone. Uh, and that's just that's shooting in the dark. So I know they just extended him not too long ago. Kirk Cousins, who's been rumored but hasn't really been talked about. I think they got a pretty good relationship going on there in Minnesota, but. You know, he's been rumored. Some of these guys who just, you know, just don't seem to be progressing. If the right deal comes on, some of these GMs and owners just have to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, probably his his guarantee contract is probably the biggest hurdle in all of that. Yeah. And they're they're, they're, they were the talking about extending him. They were talking about extending him. I just seen a news report today that they're uh, uh, Zimmer. Used to, used to crap on on Kirk. Uh, some somebody rep, decently reputable. I think he reports for the Minnesota Vikings. I have to try and find the tweet. But he used to just he used to just blame Kirk for just not making enough big plays to do stuff and like to, in team meetings, like in front of everybody. Yikes! Yeah, not good. <laughs> not good. Um, I have the list. Oh, from of... the it's from the Athletic. Excuse me, the uh-huh. Athletic, and they're pretty. On top of things. Oh, yeah. Totally reputable. Uh, I have the list of the top free agents. Other that we, We've been talking about the rumors of the quarterbacks, but yeah, you want to go through those real quick and get some quick thoughts? Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Uh, we're using spot rack for this. 
at least I, I'm using spot rack. Man, it's got spot rack. Big shout out spot rack. He's a local guy too. Me, man, live in the Western New York area. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lives in Orchard Park. No kidding. Yep. Great dude. Um, first name is Von Miller. What are your thoughts on Von Miller after capitalizing on his shot? It like, very rarely does it feel like a guy gets moved to a place and later in his career and he actually capitalizes to the full extent that he did because he was a big factor in that Super Bowl. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Um, he huge factor. I think he got a he got a sack. I think did he got a sack. He got a fumble. I, th- I he, think so. I think he got a fumble on Brady. In the divisional round, I, I can't remember. That. Exactly. that was one of our play. That was one of the plays. That's right. It was. Um, Von's pretty good, and at this point, he's done it all. He's still. He's. I'm not gonna say he's getting up there. He's 32. But listen, the dude has two Super Bowl rings. All right. You know, uh, I. The Rams might try and. Uh, you know, might try and grab him. They're they're saying that he, his corner spot rack his his calculated market value is about ten point six a year. Okay. All right, I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to run it back the way that they think they can, but I, I I could see I could see him coming back on a, on a team friendly deal. I, I could think see that's his deals from until he decides to hang it up. I think that's what he does. Yeah. I mean, he could go anywhere, pretty much anywhere he wants, and, and fetch a, a, a nice payday. I think too, which is you know good, good on him. I think he's earned that ability. He can fetch like a rich, like a Richard Sherman can go, you know, anywhere and, and get whatever he wants. He, you know, Sherman has Sherman has his ring, right? He's got his, his he's got his ring. Of course, you always want as many rings as you can get. But I, I would I would I wouldn't be surprised if if, if Von Miller stays. The next name is Chandler Jones. Same same position, probably looking for the exact same thing, except he doesn't have the Super Bowl rings that Von Miller does. So motivation's still there to get that chip. So I think he might be willing to sign a even more friendly deal than Von Miller because he's like if Von Miller comes back, he's putting his body on the line yet again for another year. So he's probably gonna want to be compensated for that. So does Chandler Jones, especially because he's been injured as often as he has. Right. But he still wants that Super Bowl ring. Where did, uh, who drafted Chandler? Chandler Jones was a New England Patriot pick. Wasn't he? I can't recall. I shall click on his name and see if it brings it up. (laughs) It doesn't. I'm looking myself. You could be right, though. He's got a pretty heavy estimated price tag coming his way to 14 and a half million. Um, this is calculated average salary. I don't know though. I don't, the way things are going, I don't like where I, I really don't like where Arizona they've made great strides forward. Don't get me wrong, but look at where this team's at, you know, how they start and where they finish. It's not good. I just read her. I know it's all reports and stuff. I just read a report that the, the Cardinals owner did not want to pay playoff bonuses because they lost in the first round. <laughs> right. I just, I read, I read that report earlier today too on Twitter. And I know there's a lot of stuff uh, going on, but man, when there's a check Mark name putting out reports like that, I'm intrigued. Did that, 
what my reaction to that is exactly how all the scouts probably reacted to that or the scouts uh, agents react to that. <laughs> like yeah. uh, you, you, you're, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> right. You're gonna You're going to not going to pay my client, even though he played in a playoff game, a playoff bonus that. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah, out of your mind. If that, I, I feel like Chandler Jones, I should probably just straight up Google where he's been. Forgive me listeners for not knowing off the uh, top of my head. I, but... I Googled it. You got I it? Googled it. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's from Rochester, New York. Yes. He went to Syracuse. Yep. He was drafted at the 21st pick in 2012 by the Patriots and then played there until he went to Arizona. When did he go to Arizona? 2016. Oh, so he just missed the the rings. Or no, he no, he has one. He has one then. So he has one. Oh, he does have one. One. Okay, never mind. He has one. Chandler. He might, yeah. If that's the case, if he has a ring and stuff, I know he was he sounded pretty disgruntled with Arizona. So he could find himself, you know, in a Baltimore, I could see. He's a lot like his brother. He's emotional. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see him playing, you know, going to play just one of those top defensive teams who want like a nice addition, but and are willing to probably maybe overpay a little bit. Not that, I mean, Chandler Jones is productive <laughs> as heck. He got five sacks in one game <laughs> this year on, on Mr. Tannehill. You want Buffalo? I would love it. I already tweeted at him. Yeah, they got negative two million in cap, so I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we, we can. We cap is a myth we already established i know (laughs) i'm just trying to get you riled up i would get him i would convince him but i would like dude you you can get signed contracts with wardinsky's hot dogs with (laughs) um you know buffalo well no that's josh allen's but anyways it chandler jones coming kind of home to rochester ish area i think it'd be kind of cool it would be neat other than gronk i'm just saying it yeah, that's another one. That's another one. <laughs> um, Gilmore's on this list. <sighs> if if Carolina lets him walk after having him this, you know, this whole time after acquiring him, like, like what what was even the point? <laughs> that's 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 a fair point. I I, I think that um, I I think that team needs should probably extend him. Uh, his production's not like stellar really or anything he, he kind of came back a little bit later right it, right he he didn't play until past the halfway point at least yeah but if you're gilmore his... do you want to play the panthers right now he didn't want to play with the bills because we weren't on prime time yeah well carolina's not going to be on prime time no either. no like they're they not never even... are prime time no in fact, thursday no. football maybe 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 that's the you brought that up. But everybody's I, like, yeah, I never Everybody. watched that on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. But yeah, you know, Gilmore didn't go there. But I mean, I'm sure he had a, he was you know had to agree to it to some extent. But he didn't go to Carolina by choice. I mean, it is where he's from. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know if that was a part of it. Like, ah, uh, kind of back to like the region. That was a from. story. That is true. I don't know. What's how old is he? I think he? you nailed He's it the 31. first time. Though. Yeah, I think What's you nailed it the first time though, man. You, when you said that he probably won't want to re-sign with Carolina because why would he? He he's, he's, he still wants to win. 
Yeah. He's fetching about a 14.1 million estimated cap. Carolina is, and I know, I know it's a myth. It's a myth. Carolina is, where are they? They're 17th right now. They got about 10 million in total cap space. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, they could definitely resign him then. They can they can make it work, but it's like, yeah. but that's I don't think that's their priority right now. If I'm Carolina, I'm I'm resetting. Tank, tank, <laughs> tank. Right. You got the Cam Newton contract. You got the Teddy B contract that I think you're finally offloading this year, as far as all the dead cap space goes. You're paying Sam Darnold, and you don't even know if you want him. I just I, I think mutually, if for Gilmore's sake, you just want to get out of that situation. Yeah. Uh, we got Teron Armstead available now, and I there's no chance in hell that the Saints are able to bring him back. Probably not. He's not, probably the biggest contract now with no, now with any of this, the Saints still in like they're still in pretty bad cap hell too. It's why Sean Payton is like deuces. Yeah, they're negative 54 mil. So <laughs> I, I don't think Armstead is coming back. Uh, okay, maybe the cap is real when it comes to the Saints. <laughs> Only them. Yeah. But, they, but they've been playing with like negative cap space for the last like four seasons. I think ever since I started doing this show, they've been in negative cap space. Uh, I Man, he's not going to take very long. If he, if he hits the market. For some reason, I mean, they're another team needs to reset too. Oh, dude! It, but Cincinnati needs to be all over that phone. Oh, hell yeah! All over it. I wish Indy would go after that. I mean, for Christ's sake, we need a left tackle, but it, he's not going to be in the free agent market for very long. All right, he's, you know, it, it, everybody aside from Tua, that's their blindside protector left at that left tackle position. It's, yeah. It, he, I don't see the Saints resigning him. I'm sure they want to. I'm sure they want to. How old is Armstead? Uh, he signed a five-year contract when he was 24, so I'm guessing 29 or 30. Okay. He Which doesn't, is have, he doesn't have a tackle. ring. He doesn't have a ring, though. No, it is young. Yeah, He doesn't have a ring yet. I don't know what his intentions are. Some people are ring chasers, some are. But you know, some people just like that, that sweet, mm-hmm. sweet paycheck. But I, I don't think it would make I, I think for what the Saints, you know, getting themselves back on track. I, I don't I don't think that's a return. I don't know where that is a good point about about Cincinnati. There's a lot of teams that could probably use a sweet left tackle um, for what he's. Let's see what he's he's rough estimate asking prices. Um, they don't have it here. It's fine. Cincinnati, it, it, it could be a blank check. Cincinnati, no problem setting that off. His current, his contract that he's just getting off of was five years, 65 mil. So, and he had 15.8 guaranteed at signing. Okay. Well, he's probably still looking for anywhere between 12 million and 14 million. That's a good estimate. Yeah. That's a good estimate, I think. And he and he can get it from the Bengals. He can get it from the Dolphins. He could get it from the Texans. I don't know why you would want to go there. I'm just trying to pair teams that I know that definitely have good cap situations plus have a need. 
Well, here, let's read off this. So the top 10 in cap space this year, Miami is number one, the Chargers, Jaguars, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Seahawks, uh, Colts, Browns, and Commanders. Okay. Colts, Colts could use them. Yeah. They could. Uh, they, uh, they're could sitting about 34 them. mil. I, I, would, yeah. I would not hate it. The Jets need line work, but I mean, they have Mackay Becton at left tackle, and when healthy, he's a stud. So I would I would be surprised. What's Miami situation at left tackle? Not not nothing established. They have guys, but none of them have panned out. They've invested in Austin Jackson is their number one. Yeah, eight mil. I would trade that for Toronto instead. I would get goodbye. Well, yeah, I mean. Probably you'd probably keep him to see if you can swing him the right or something like that. Yeah. But if once Armstead, would whoever played left tackle for your team the previous year when Armstead walks into that room, it's kind of like the jersey just, number swap thing. <laughs> like, can't, what what numbers give you it to last year? Yeah, that's mine. That's now. mine. <laughs> yeah, probably that's that's probably pretty fair. The biggest name in free agency, if it actually happens, will be Devonte Adams. Yeah, and I don't know who would not be interested in Devonte Adams. But the Rogers domino has to fall first. Like I know we already said he's not a free agent, but if <laughs> I don't think Devonte Adams is willingly walking away from Aaron Rodgers. Like probably not willingly, right? That, that's probably why, because they, that's right. They there has been, I mean, if you're Green Bay and, and you know you're ex, it's Extension City right away, right? That's that's the that's the instant thing. How could you not want Devonte Adams, who year in year out, the best, if not one of the best, wide receivers in the National Football League? If he hits the open market, he he will he is the number he he is the number one name. If he actually gets that far, but you're right, the Rogers Domino has to fall, and he's got to go to a, a pretty good situation. He's a dude who's got you know is wants a ring, and there's a lot of teams that could you know that can use the talents. He's not going to go just anywhere. I can assure you of that he's still on the young side, um, twenty nine. Younger side, fetching roughly a twenty-five point eight million dollar cap hit or you know yearly salary. I just, you know, I, I there's literally not except for, I mean, maybe the Rams, the Bengals, the Bills. <laughs> These are all teams that don't necessarily have to have Devonte Adams. But if they got them, you know, it wouldn't be so bad. There's legit. There's legitimately 32 teams who would love to have Devontae Adams on their squad. Diggs, Adams, Gabriel Davis. Yeah, if y'all don't win the Super Bowl with that team. <laughs> I think that'll work. I think it'll be all right. F it. Somebody's down there. <laughs> yes. That's scary. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know why my brain didn't work faster than this, but this the, the 2018 classes, which Brian and I just did on processing the other day, um, is coming up on their contract years. And all of a sudden, it's all clicking in my head. I'm like, wait, why do I? All these names I feel like are really comfortable with right now. <laughs> um, the wide receiver class overall is really good as far as free agents are looking. So 
Um, for Mike Williams may end up being a free agent from the Chargers. Allen Robinson from the Bears, and then uh, Allen's a the big one because I don't think I don't think the franchise tag thing is going to be. He his production fell off. They got every last bit of good football out of him. I mean, he, he still has something to offer. Out of who? Uh, of Robinson. Robinson's a, you know an interesting case, but they they squeezed every bit of cares that that man has out of him out in Chicago. Well, yeah, they broke his soul with they did. horrendous quarterback play. They did. Yeah, I mean, just reading off the top names. So I guess because we got to wrap it up soon. I need yeah, to record yeah. so we can just read off some of the top names. We're not done with this topic. We're oh, going to no. keep going for probably the next month, honestly, even post, you know, that initial week. We will be doing episode by episode updates if something happens. But so let's go. Let's do this. Let's go through every position and, and list off at the top. Five, ten. Okay. Let's do ten. I'll start off a quarterback. You do running back next. And then we'll just kind of keep flip flopping. So I don't know why, but Big Ben is his listed as a free agent. But um, so the top for some reason, the top uh quarterback free agents, Fitzpatrick, Dalton, Cam Newton, Tarod Taylor, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, Flacco, Trubisky. That I don't know if that's ten. I just started reading, but that's really that's it. As far as like name value guys, that's about all we got. And for the second year in a row, Mitchell Trubisky is the most entertaining name out of all of it. The best one. Yeah. I, no, I, I see something. Yeah. Pittsburgh's probably I, I will, at him. I will not use best. I will not say good. I will not say anything quote unquote complimentary about Mitchell Trubisky as far as being a free agent quarterback, but as far as exciting. He's, dude, he you do know that he was a Nickelodeon. He was an MVP, right? I know he was. Right, and listen, well. you know, I mean, all jokes aside, you know, that 2018 <laughs> season was really awesome on his part. He was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here for me, I have running backs of Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, Sonny Michelle, uh, Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones, David Johnson. Royce Freeman, Brandon Bolden, Janie McKissick, and Leonard Fournette. The Buccaneers are like, they, no one's going to be on their team anymore. They're starting center. Jansen is is <laughs> supposed to be a free agent. They just lost Ali Marpet. Yeah, he Brady. retired. Gronk is probably going to retire. Yep. They really want Brady to come back. That's why they announced the Creepsicle jerseys are coming back because they got to sell tickets. They're not coming back till 2023, but. The, the, they got to sell. You got to put butts in seats somehow, unless they go get famous Jameis back. I'm no. sure. I'm sure he wants to come play for Bruce Arians again. <laughs> That's a good running back mix, though. I don't. I don't completely hate that. Well, yeah, you can. You can always find someone to get excited about the the names that I would be most excited about. Which I don't know why Fournette's list is so low. This is going by um, estimated contract. I think actually. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's based on the last contract they signed. But either way, uh, Fournette's the most interesting name to me out of that. Fournette and then um, Melvin Gordon was very productive this year. Yeah, he said he made a comment that he doesn't want to play second fiddle to Javante Williams, and I get that. And they should not keep him. No. Uh, Javante Williams is really, really good, but... And Melvin Gordon still has something to offer some of these teams. There's still there's still some teams that where Melvin Gordon can benefit. Uh, wide receiver room. All right, that's this is a pretty big one here. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams, Will Fuller, Jameson Crowder, T.Y. Hilton, 
Juju Smith-Schuster, Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Green, Keelan Cole, Sammy Watkins, uh, Mike Williams, Zach Pascal. You know, there's there's a ton of wide receivers out there. OBJ, you know, is is one. Yeah. You know, based on the way this thing is listed, you know, OBJ is a pretty big one. I'm not sure how many people want to take a chance on. Uh, you know, I, I'd love to see him sign with a team, come back with the Rams, whatever. But man, the ACL, same ACL twice. That is uh, that is tough. DJ Chark is a big one. That's that's you know on the free agency market this year, and uh, you know he's coming off of a. I think he was on a rookie deal, right? He's brand new. He's still relatively new, and they did not pick up his option. DJ Chark, yeah, I can't, I can't place the year. But he came out of nowhere that year that Minshew and with the year with Minshew and Foles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Minshew will make anyone look good. Yeah, he's been with Jacksonville from the get, all rookie contract. So no, they don't have anyone there. So he I, I think that might have been an Urban Meyer decision to uh, to, to turn that one down. Yeah, but but uh, offensive lineman, we got a uh, guard Andrew Norwell. Uh, already talked about uh, Armstead. Then it's a uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Uh, Ryan Jensen, who I mentioned with the Buccaneers, Chris Hubbard, tackle from the Browns, um, Matt Paradis, center for the Panthers, Brandon Scherf, guard for the Washington Commanders, Mark Glowinski. How good is he, Matt? He's pretty good. I, I want to see him come back. Okay. Uh, AJ can guard for Jacksonville and then uh, Cam Robinson left tackle for Jacksonville as well. All They're right, in a tough spot. Who? Jacksonville. Oh yeah, yeah. A nice another reset. Uh, tight ends: Zach Ertz, Jimmy Graham, Gronk, Azuma, Ebron, Everett, Cook, Max Williams, Mel Ali Cox is a free agent. Robert Tunyon, OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, Gasicki's a free agent. It's a good tight end class. Uh, free agency, I would dare so say. I know that we're not really big with the, um. I know tight ends are, you know, hard to cut. Good tight ends are hard to come by, but there's some, there's some decent names out there. Very talented players. Yeah. It, it's as long as you have an, a pretty good established guy already in your roster. I'm fine with a lot of those ones. I think you're going to get good bargains out of those guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The tight end market's not as fierce. As well, I don't know. Cause Austin Hooper got like paid a butt load of money. I guess. The Browns, somebody reported that the Browns offered in Joku like 10 mil a year or something like that. Damn. Yeah. Um, let's do defensive edge. Uh, defensive end edge, guys. I guess they're kind of grouping them together here. Uh, Von Miller, we talked about. Chandler Jones, we talked about. Uh, Akeem Hicks is next. Uh, then it starts getting a little older and beat up after that. So you got uh, William Golston for the uh, Buccaneers and Calais Campbell, who's 35, 36, something like that. Jason Pierre Paul, who's 33. Uh, Jerry Hughes is 32. Emmanuel Ogba is interesting. Uh, he's only 28. Uh, Derek Barnett uh, is around 25 or so. And Anthony Barr, uh, another older name at linebacker, Ed Rusher. All right. 
So it was like you said linebacker edge rusher. Yeah, that that covered the top ten. Uh, what they call edge in the okay. Spot uh, oh yeah, three four. Yeah, that type of thing. Okay. Um. So for your D line, all right, your edge tackles. I guess it's all kind of mixed in here. Um. Yeah, Fowler, Campbell, Pierre Paul, Hicks, Hughes, Mario Addison, Gamakinsu bouncing around again. Clowney, Agba. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good mix. Of defensive line. It's not really a Linval Joseph. It's not a. It's not a huge. No. Like, D tackles are rough this year. Yeah. Kamoko Ture, Drill McCoy was so he was such a big name a couple years ago. Yeah, it's it's not a good for front lines. I think that's where the draft is strong, though, right? It is. Yeah. So pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, here's some linebackers. Dante Hightower. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch is very interesting if you could ever keep him healthy. Uh, Rashawn Evans, although I guarantee you that Vrabel re-signs him. He loves Evans. Uh, Anthony Barr, once again. Harold Landry, very interesting. Was very effective for the Titans um, in the playoffs. Hassan Reddick. And Nuoso, and then uh, Gerard Davis for the Jets, but I also think he will get resigned. I think not positive, but all right. And then our final one, secondary. All right, got some big names here: Tyron Matthew, one of the bigger free agents. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, Devin McCourty, Joe Hayden, Marcus Williams, Marcus May, Kyle Fuller, Chris Harris, Patrick Peterson, Quandre Diggs. Uh, Trying to see Anthony Harris, uh, Charvarius Ward, J.C. Jackson. That's the big. That's a big one. They have not uh, apparently they have not reached out to J.C. Jackson according to him, and talked anything about uh, an extension. So J.C. could be one of the bigger names on the uh, on the open market this year. Yeah, safeties are pretty interesting. Yeah, like Mark. I like Marcus May for a, a low renter kind of contract. Those kind of names. Xavier Wood. Oh, Levi Wallace. He, he'd be a decent name on the open market. Mm-hmm. Xavier Woods. Jesse Bates. That's a good one too. Don't want to forget about him. I would love for him to come back. Carlton Davis. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good ones here. A lot of good ones. So this it's an interesting class. It depends on what you're interested in, as far as. You know, it's as your excitement level. I think the trades are, are more exciting than free agency, the trade potential, but we will see. We'll definitely see. There's there's a lot going on. Remember, uh, you know, extended salary cap this, excuse me, expanded salary cap this year. It's back up a little bit towards normal. I know it was like 180. They lowered it to like 180 something mil. Last year, and I think it's back over 200 this year. It might be like 205, something, two, something along those lines. In 2023, they're projecting 211, I saw. Yeah, so it's going to get even crazier. So, um, But that is it. We just kind of wanted to do a little preview of, you know, kind of what's going on, all the situations, free agency and trade, and uh, and, and, and all that jazz. And, um you know, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth. Maybe next week we'll have a like a against a, you know, an actual like offensive breakdown one, and you know maybe talk maybe do a little predictor who we think is going where, 
you know, where's the best fit? Are they re-signing? Just, just stuff like that. Well, and then the following week defensively, and then, you know, it's kind of hit the fan. As soon as those signings hit, whatever it is, the 16th, the 19th, we're going to just start announcing them every single episode. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll tack out an extra bit every single episode. And tampering starts next week with the combine. It does? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's Look, so that's there, when the fun's going to there, start. There's tampering and then there's legal tampering. Mm. <laughs> Quote, unquote, legal tampering. I gotcha. So the, the actual tampering period will start next week when agents are in town with, you know, the agents and coaches and GMs are all talking all next week at the combine. Oh, yeah. Oh, it should be fun. Should be fun. Oh, oh she, she. you need to be. get your sleep. I, I do. I got to go to the gym. I need, a vac- I need a vacation I for my vacation. I do so bad. But um, <laughs> all right, everybody, that is it. That is your 2022 free agency. We'll, we'll call it the legal tampering period uh, preview. Brian, thanks again, buddy, for holding it down all last week, not just for the show, but for uh, for the our podcast studio. I certainly appreciate it. Hey, it was my pleasure. You're a good dude. Uh, but that is it. Uh, everybody, tomorrow, retro fantasy football game. Make sure you go check it out. We're doing the 90s. Excited to see what we get, who gets drafted, all that jazz. But uh, that is it. On behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. <laughs>